Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is that time again. Sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, the Big Mouth, and also joining me, Cooper. A little bit more timid, quiet one. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Yeah. You doing good, bro? Doing good, bro. How all you right. doing? I'm doing all right. All right. You ready again? Some NFL and some NASCAR? Yes, sir. We're going to go ahead and talk about those guys who go in circles. Though they didn't go in circles this week as they did hit the Daytona Road Course. You mean they took a right turn somewhere? Yeah, they actually had to take a couple right turns in there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just left turn. <laughs> Not that we're making fun of NASCAR. We're Not fans of NASCAR. We just, we just like to joke around. So, here we go. In back-to-back weekends at Daytona, we had a first-time Cup Series winner as Christopher Bell ran down Joey Logano. This is Christopher Bell's second season as a Cup driver in his first full season with Joe Gibbs Racing, who had lent Bell to the Levine family racing team during his rookie season last year. With the win, Bell has secured a spot in the 16-driver playoff field later this year. Unfortunately for Joey Logano, this makes back-to-back races that he held a late lead only to not finish in first place. At least this time, though, he wasn't spun out by anybody. So, Cooper, your thoughts on Daytona having back-to-back first-time cup winners? That's awesome, but for, you know, <clears throat> Joey Logano, man, you got you to imagine how he's feeling right about now. <laughs> right, yeah. But, hey, he wasn't taken out this time, so that helps. Yeah, that does help. It's pretty cool, though, dude, to see back-to-back, you know, cup winners like that. And it's like, you know, we're getting some new, fresh talent in there. So it's pretty cool. Yes, it's looking really awesome at that. for that. All right, next up. This wasn't the only huge win, though, for Joe Gibbs Racing, as his grandson, Ty Gibbs, won the Xfinity race Saturday for his first NASCAR win. It made Ty Gibbs the youngest driver to win an Xfinity road course at 18 years, 4 months, and 16 days. Gibbs managed to beat out reigning Xfinity champion Austin Sendrick, who previously held the record for youngest Xfinity road course winner at the age of 20. So the future of NASCAR looks bright with Bell and the young Gibbs having a great weekend at Daytona. This looks especially bright for the Joe Gibbs racing team. Oh, definitely, brother. I mean, get some fresh talent, some young guys in there, um, mm-hmm. you know, put some mileage in, man. Yes, sir. That's what's up. And, uh, get, you know, making... Uh, Pappy, 
<laughs> Pappy Joe, <laughs> real happy with this. Exactly, Pappy Joe, real happy. That's, that's right. <laughs> Pappy happy with uh, getting your first win. Now, that's impressive, though, to be in 18 years old and winning a road course. That's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. That's that's awesome. Yeah. He's probably going to have a really bright future with his career, dude. I can't wait to see where it goes. All right. And one final thing to take note from the racing weekend, Ben Rhodes swept the Daytona races in the truck series with his win Friday night. Uh, to be able to win one race is a great accomplishment within itself, but back-to-back at Daytona, one being the road course, is another level of talent. The win was Rhodes' fifth overall victory in the truck series and the 200th victory for the day t- uh, for Toyota in the truck series. So, Cooper, your thoughts? Dude, that's pretty sweet, dude. Back-to-back like that? <clears throat> Woo, boy. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't think the Chuck series gets enough uh, coverage. I think you know they should. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it's hard. You got to try. You're driving a pickup at a high rate of speed. Right. Even the road courses is hard to do to sit there and go from one direction to another and not have your back end just spin out on you. That's tough, man. So congratulations again to Ben Rhodes. Yeah, that's awesome, man. All right, man, so we're going to go ahead and switch gears and head to the gridiron and talk some NFL news. Let's do it. The Carson Wentz trade saga has finally come to an end. The former number two overall pick has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round pick in this year's draft and a conditional second-round pick in next year's draft. That conditional pick can become a first-rounder if Wentz plays 75% of the Colts' snaps on offense or 70% and the team makes the playoffs. Some would say that the Eagles basically gave away their starting quarterback. The next day after the trade, the organization announced that Jalen Hurts would be in competition for the starting job. Some pundits are predicting the Eagles drafting a quarterback at 6 overall or even trading up to secure one of the quarterbacks in this year's draft. Cooper, your thoughts on the Carson Wentz saga finally coming to an end. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Good to move on and... uh... You know, maybe maybe make something out of Indianapolis again. Maybe they'll be they'll be a contending team again. That'd be nice, right? Uh, you know, um, and as far as uh, the Eagles go, stay away from quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, groom groom Jalen Hurts. He he's good. You've got you've got a quarterback there. You just got to learn how to use him. Exactly. There's no point in trying to draft one. I just don't understand draft. what they're doing. I really don't. It just no. They would be. I mean, I understand off. getting rid of getting rid of Wentz, know, yeah, Wentz, and then making Hurts your starting quarterback. But just, but then to sit there and say he's actually, you know, <clears throat> not your incumbent starter, not going to be your, you know, yeah, you're going to be A guaranteed starting for it. Yeah. It's like what is this? I don't know. That Philly situation has gone off the deep end ever since uh, the Super Bowl victory. It's just been crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. So speaking of the Colts, though, as we continue our offseason coverage, they have the 21st overall pick this year. The Colts made the playoffs and nearly pulled off the upset of the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. The The team, though, just needs uh, needed better quarterback play, and with Phillip Rivers retiring and the subsequent trade for Wentz, the team must believe they can make the next step. The team doesn't have many needs now with the quarterback question seemingly resolved. They do need to find a replacement for offensive tackle Anthony Costanzo, who also retired. The team could use another target for Wentz to throw to and some secondary help as well. Cooper, your thoughts on the Colts? Yeah, man. 
Yeah, get that get that old line secure, dude. Because mm-hmm. uh, you can protect that quarterback. It doesn't matter who who he has, as long mm-hmm. as they got hands, mm-hmm. he's getting it to him. There you go. Yeah. So uh, and yeah, maybe maybe a receiver, maybe maybe a new tight end. I don't know something. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know about their def- their their defensive side, but uh, you know, they're we'll pretty see. they're pretty stout. They like I said, they basically their secondary. Needs a little bit of help, but not Maybe a Maybe a safety or a cornerback. Yeah, just a little something to boost it up in the back end of that defense. Otherwise, that defense is pretty stout. Yeah, because I, I know they're, uh, they're, <clears throat> their um, linebackers are pretty good. So oh, yeah. yeah, they have solid linebacking core. All right, so next up, with the 22nd overall pick, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans won their division, but with the inability to put pressure on the quarterback, they were getting picked apart above by above average quarterback play. This team will need to answer their pass rush dilemma to move from just a wild card team to actual contenders. They could also use another offensive weapon in the passing game. If they can resolve these concerns, this team can make a jump to a legitimate contender. Cooper, your thoughts on the Titans? I don't care for them. I know you don't, but you give me some thoughts on the <laughs> Titans. <laughs> My thoughts? You screwed up. You got rid of Mariota. You tried to blame it on the quarterback, and you guys are still having issues. It's it's not the quarterback. Yeah. It's not the quarterback. Oh. And you done screwed up and got rid of Mariota, who could have been your franchise guy. So, uh... You're never going to let that go, are you? Nope. All right. <laughs> never going to let it go. Never going to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself there. All right. So, next up with the 23rd overall pick, the New York Jets. Though we've already discussed them at the number two pick, so we'll discuss the team that they got the 23rd overall pick from, the Seattle Seahawks. At this point, at one point, I forgot to put one, but at one <laughs> point this season, it appeared the Seahawks were going to be the team to beat. Talk was with Russell Wilson for MVP, then suddenly the wheels began to fall off. When Chris Carson got hurt, their offense sputtered and, was like, and it was like they were stuck in the mud. The offensive line struggled keeping a clean pocket for Russell Wilson and his production dripped dramatically. This team needs to resolve the running game in their offensive line. There are rumors, though, that Wilson is unhappy and it could possibly lead to an ugly divorce. Cooper, your thoughts on what's happening up in the Pacific Northwest? That's not good, dude. <clears throat> and not only that, but, you know, Russell Wilson, he's a Super Bowl quarterback. He's ready to go back. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, so, I mean. And should have won a second one if not for a bullcrap offensive play call. Yeah, very much so. Um, how they didn't use Marshawn on that play, I have no idea. I don't know. It just gives me nightmares, and I hate hearing <laughs> I can still hear Tom Brady squealing like a little girl that they won that game. Yeah. Oh, God, that's nightmares. Yeah. Well, you know, he wins in Tampa Bay, and then he gets off a boat and has to have somebody, you know, walk him to wherever he needs to go because he's so drunk he looks like a... Like a drunk housewife walking around. Yeah, I know, right? It was funny. It was funny. Yeah, this this is going to get bad in Seattle. And I was actually um, on my way home listening to Colin Coward, and he talked about that right now Seattle's actually answered some calls, and about a third of the league has contacted the Seahawks to see about his availability. And uh, oof, that's going to oh, be don't thing. you Don't you wish that they were doing these talks right before they got Stafford? Oh, they wouldn't have traded him in division to the Rams. Probably not, but still. 
I mean, I would have been okay giving up our two first round picks for Russell. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, what I'm for Russell. Yes, I would have dealt. I wouldn't have been like I am now with Stafford. I mean, just, I don't. It's not like I don't like Stafford. I just it, he's not. He's not. He's not, with, he's not been with a team <clears throat> that, that he can really prove himself yet. So it's either. Kind so of, we don't know exactly who. We he don't is. know exactly what he's gonna do. And now that he's with the Rams, we'll see what he does. But I mean, if if you had a chance to get Russell Wilson, I know you would have. Oh, would have taken. I would have taken it. I would have thrown in like three more fucking first round yeah. picks, man. Come on, just throw them at him. Who yeah. cares? If it gets us the Russell Wilson, bring it on. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. And that's just weird because he's kind of one of them quarterbacks you thought that it was always gonna be with Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. He wasn't gonna. He was gonna retire there. Yeah, but if as long as he doesn't end up in uh, New England or well, he's not gonna end up in San Francisco because that's Division Two. I can finally enjoy Russell Wilson playing. I haven't enjoyed him playing since... I wonder where he's going to go, though. Before the Rose Bowl. Something tells me he might end up in New York with the Jets. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. Well, because they have the number two overall pick. They can give him Sam Darnold. They also have another pick this year. Obviously, we just talked about it. Or they have multiple picks in the next couple years as well. So that would actually be the more likely scenario to me for them. And plus, it would be good for um, the fact that Ciara likes big cities and she can resume her career as a musician again. Maybe. But I I don't know because the Jets are trash, dude. So I mean, I, I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise I, I'm me. Not, you know, I'm not trying to say anything <clears throat> bad, but I'm just, what I'm saying is, I mean, he does have Wilson needs to go somewhere. That there's a team there. It's like Tom Brady, man. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, he goes to a team that actually already has a few cute, you know, few key players. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be good to go. Yeah, I just he, don't think going to the Jets is his better option. Well, no, but he. I mean, he does have a no trade clause, so we'll see what happens. It's gonna be really up to him when it comes down to it. So. So we'll see. We'll just have to wait and find out. But yeah, that's just crazy, dude. Like, yeah. I, we who who would ever think you and I would have that conversation? I didn't think so. That's, that's just nuts. Come, come on, Los Angeles. I know you already <laughs> traded one quarterback. Let's do it again. Yeah. Come on, rotate. <laughs> We're gonna play musical quarterbacks. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next step with the twenty fourth overall pick, your Pittsburgh Steelers. Holy cow, this team face-planted after starting 11-0 is beyond words. Uh, the only sports yeah. pundit who didn't buy the Steelers' success was Colin Coward, as we just mentioned him. And he was right. The Steelers could not get a round, ground game going, and it showed when teams sat in zone and dared them to run the ball. This team needs a better answer at running back because James Conner has regressed. Uh, they need to figure out their quarterback situation, as it doesn't seem certain either. As it stands right now, Ben Roethlisberger is their QB, but GM Kevin Colbert didn't give him a total vote of confidence. And unless Dwayne Haskins matures over the offseason, he will not be the answer either. I say that, but i also seen a report from Ian Rappaport from the NFL that they plan on bringing Roethlisberger back, but making sure they will fix his contract to not be such a burden this season. So on that, Cooper, your thoughts on your Pittsburgh Steelers? We definitely need a running back. 
We, we oh, need, yeah. We need a ground game. It's the Steelers, bro. There's two ga- two guys you guys need. You either need to get Najee Harris out of Alabama yeah. if he's available to you. If not, if he's available, Travis Etienne from Clemson. You need one of those guys. Najee Harris fits your style of running with the power game. But Travis Etienne is a little bit smaller version of Le'Veon Bell, which was also really good for your offense. I also heard somebody talking about uh, the running back from uh, North Carolina. That's a good one, too. There's a couple of them coming out this year. Yes. So we'll see what happens with the dude. But we definitely need a running back. Uh, I That's one thing I, I always loved about you know the Steelers is the run game. That's that that was their go-to. That was their the ground and pound, baby. That's I, I loved it. You know what I mean? And right. I, I mean, no disrespect to James Conner. I love him to death, and you know he's he's a true superhero for everything he's gone through in life and right. been able to do what he does. But I mean, we need another running back. We really do. Yeah, because unfortunately he has regressed and he also can't stay healthy. Yeah. So. Um, which is unfortunate because he is a. It is very unfortunate because. I he mean, is very inspirational to a lot of people. Yeah. He kept his. Not only did he survive and beat cancer, he thrived for his first couple of years as an NFL running back. And then unfortunately. Yeah, and, and then. And when Le'Veon Bell left. He yeah. did carry that team, dude. Yeah, he did. He helped carry it. So, all right. So, before we start getting a little too emotional over James Conner, <laughs> we're going to talk about the 25th overall pick, which does belong currently to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But since we talked about them with the first overall pick, we're going to discuss it about the team they got the 25th pick from, which is my team, the Los Angeles Rams, and your adopted team. The Rams have a, had a top-five defense, but inconsistent quarterback play in the, in the six games they lost during the regular season were just too much to overcome. That is why the team made the deal with the Detroit Lions for Matthew Stafford. But that may not be the only thing they need. The team still needs help at inside linebacker and may need to look at replacing John Johnson III, who is set to become a free agent. The team seems pretty set on the offensive side, and in getting help at inside linebacker will help bolster that defense. The team may also need to find a replace to let a way to replace Leonard Floyd who had a career year on a one year deal so Cooper your thoughts on what my team needs to do yeah a linebacker would definitely help dude a linebacker what it does too if you get a fast enough linebacker they they give that that you know defensive end they give that defensive end a little bit of hope yeah you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think you're right in that aspect. They need a linebacker, dude. Yeah. They, they need somebody on the inside that can, because you know, three, four defense. You gotta run. You gotta be quick. Yeah, quick as shit. Yeah, especially so, on the inside because you gotta be able to cover sideline to sideline. Yeah, I would like to see if he somehow manages to make it all the way down to us at fifty-seven, or if we even can make a move up to get him if he falls into the second round. Getting Dylan Moses from Alabama. Good luck with that one, brother. Yeah, I know. He's a linebacker from Alabama. He yeah. Usually, he'll probably yeah, usually he'll be like in the first round. Late first way. round or something like that. Yeah, it's, some people kind of have him a little bit in the second round range. So, if he can make it to the second round, we got to try to move up and get him. I agree. So, I mean, kids, if he's in there, oh boy, that'd be a great pickup for us. All right. Uh, so, the next two teams, we're not going to get much of an opinion from you, but <laughs> that's... Just the way the thing <laughs> fell for us. So, 
with the 26th overall pick, the Cleveland Browns. Honestly, the Browns' biggest problem actually is Odell Beckham Jr. And what I mean by that is Baker Mayfield played better without him, without being obligated to force the ball to Odell. And we saw this team nearly run down the Steelers to capture the AFC North division title, though they did dismantle the Steelers in the wild card game. If they resolve the Odell Beckham problem and get another edge rusher, edge rusher to pair opposite Miles Garrett, then this team will actually be pretty scary. Cooper, I know we're not going to get much of a thought from you, but I need a thought from you about the Cleveland Browns. Uh, brother, I've never ever thought that I would even kind of root for them, but, you know, I mean, they, they did pretty good this year. I was just like, what? Yeah, I know. The Browns right? are doing what? Right. Um, they but, damn near but, walked you down in that division. But you're right with this, with Odell. I don't know what it is with Odell Beckham Jr. I really don't know what it is about the guy, but he is very, like, me, 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 I, 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 give me the ball, give me the ball, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they they need they need a team player. He's obviously not a team player. Um, maybe they can free up some some cap space. Um, trade him. You know, maybe get some good picks. Who yep. knows? Um, and yeah. yeah, you might not get the first round that you gave up to get him, but I mean, yeah. even if you get a second round pick, the second round, maybe even maybe even a third. <laughs> it depends on if it's like early third or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if I'm getting a third, I want two threes. Yeah, I need a three this year and next year, not just. If it's a two, I can live with just a two, but if it's a three, I need two threes. Yeah, <laughs> I, ain't doing, bro. I ain't doing that crap. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just so odd. It, he, what's weird is he he doesn't do it through the... I will give him credit. He never does it through the media. He never tells the team he needs the ball. He only does it privately and on the sidelines, and he just happens to get captured. But it's never going, yeah, well, if Baker would have just thrown me the ball five more times, maybe we would have beat this team. He never did that, so I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, he's not he's not a Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, he never yeah, he never trashed his quarterback or the team through the media. So I'll give him credit for that. He at least kept it in house. Any problems he had was in house. But Baker trying to force feed him the ball was just bad. Yeah, yeah, you never try and force feed a situation because that's when things get screwed up. Yeah. Um, and everything has to be fluent, uh and I don't think with those two and not only that, but, you know, Baker Mayfield, he's not as good as everybody says he is. No. I'm sorry, but... No, but he is a lot better when he's not trying to force yeah, the ball. Yeah, but when he's not trying Come to on. force the ball, it's better that way. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if uh, trust me, Odell's talented. I'm not saying he's not talented, but he's not Randy Moss talented. You yeah. could force Randy Moss the ball because he was faster, taller, Usually stronger than anybody he went up against. Yeah, Odell Beckham is. Just, he's not. He's, he's not, not that. that big. No, he barely can outrun anybody anymore. So, so that's that's where just all we're getting at. It's not like he's not still a really great talent. It's just yeah, he's not. I mean, he's got hands. But, yeah, and he's not. He's just not on the level of Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, somebody like that, where you can force feed him because they're that much better than their opponent. Yeah. So, anyways, moving on. Get off my soapbox and move on. Here we go. Chris's other favorite team to talk about. I'm doing another soapbox. Let's go. With the 27th overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens. Honestly, this team needs more offensive weapons for Lamar Jackson. If they can resolve that, then this offense will be that much better. 
Their defense at times, though, did struggle against high-powered offenses. Once they can get this figured out, the AFC North becomes that much tougher for the Browns and Steelers. Yeah, I'm not concluding the Bengals yet because they got a lot of work to do. So, Cooper, your thoughts on your other arch rival, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. I know, you don't really care for Lamar Jackson either. No, I just have this problem with running quarterbacks, dude. Like, to me, it's like, that's not your position, bro. You don't run the dang ball. You throw it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, it, the only one that could actually get away with it and whatever was Michael Vick. Yeah. I really think Michael Vick was just one of them talents that was like, oh my gosh, dude. But honestly, I don't know. Um, I need to know maybe some receivers. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe a tight end. Um I know they're they're pretty good with their their run game, right? They got they got. Oh a, yeah, that run got, game is solid. Pretty it was good a, it running was, backs. It, so, yeah, I mean, they got a they got a horse. They got a stable of running yeah, backs. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of like plus their running quarterback. The, yeah, who can basically play running back if he wanted to. But so yeah, uh, yeah maybe a receiver and then like somebody on the def- defensive end. I mean, I don't know, maybe linebacker, defensive end. I don't know. And they kind of need to resolve that safety problem. They added some issues with safety. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was where they kind of struggled at times. Someone couldn't... Some There wasn't someone sitting someone out there in center, in field. center field. Yeah. yeah. Basically, the, the one of their better ones... I can't remember the top of the name right now, but he, he was an inside-the-box type safety. So he was helping with the run, but they didn't really have anyone on the backside that can help. All right, so here's where we're going to talk about something that's going to make us a little sad because it's... Might be truly the end of an era. With the 28th overall pick, the New Orleans Saints. The cap is really the biggest enemy of the Saints right now, and it's hard for them to improve this team with that problem. With the possibility of Drew Brees retiring this offseason, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take Kyle Trask if he's available at this spot. Despite what has been said by the team of Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston... Rather than, or neither of them can keep this team going in the wake of Drew Brees' pending retirement, whereas Trash would be what this offense would need to stay relevant. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Saints and the possible retirement of Drew Brees? Yeah, man, I'm I'm really sad. You and I have always been some Breezy guys. Mm -hmm. To not be able to, you know, go, hey, Breezy, anymore. Just be able to, you know, watch him break records and do what Breeze does, you know what I mean? Um, And what I love about Drew Breeze, he's not Tom Brady. (laughs) Right. He doesn't run his mouth. He's a very team-oriented person, very community person. And, uh, you know, he's he's been through a lot in life, Mm -hmm. losing Losing his mother to suicide and things like that, and right. and uh, you know, and all the charity work he did for Katrina, mm-hmm. um, he he's the embodiment of a New Orleans saint. Yes. Okay. So to see him go, it's gonna be big shoes to fill, bud. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think Cal Trask, he he, if he drops that far. I think he could definitely be a, a, a good use to the team because I don't see, uh, like you said, Hill or freaking Winston doing shit with it. So no. we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. 
All right, so with the 29th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers. They need to get Aaron Rodgers more offensive weapons. Yes. Getting his replacement last year plus another running back and a blocking tight end was not the answer for Green Bay. They basically need a true number two receiver. Someone to pair opposite of Devontae Adams would bolster that offense. Not much else to say for this one. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, you've got more than one receiver that you can throw to. It also puts... Devontae Adams at, at a spot where you don't know whether he's going to throw to him or not because, right. he's, you know, he's got more than one option. Yep. And that's the thing with, with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can make anything happen. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I definitely think maybe that or a tight end, something. Yeah, a pass-catching tight end, so, not a blocking tight end. Yeah. That was the difference. They put a blocking tight end, not a... Pass-catching tight end. Yeah. Unfortunately, the best pass-catching tight end will be gone well before that in Kyle Pitts. You know, I'm going to really miss that, though. We're not going to have... We might not have, again, Kyle to Kyle anymore. Kyle to Kyle. I miss Kyle to Kyle. Kyle to Kyle was fantastic at, in Gainesville last year, man. Definitely, bro. And uh, Gator fans are going to be really sad because uh, I don't think the, the team's going to be as good as they was for We'll see what happens. They so, got some good recruits coming in, so we'll see. All right, so with the 30th overall pick, that team that circles the wagons like nobody else, the Buffalo Bills. This team just needs a bit more help in the secondary to help slow down those high-powered offenses that they face. Once they can get that result, this team should be in contention for a while. The team could also use one more offensive weapon to bolster their offense to be that much more dangerous. So, Cooper, your thoughts? On the Buffalo Bills. What do we always say? Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Okay, well, what else <laughs> do we always say? Defense wins championships. There you go. They need somebody there, dude. Because um, if you can if you can shut down the offense, you're good to go. Yeah. Like, even if you're winning by a touchdown, maybe 10 points, if you could shut down that defense, mm. you are good to go. That's... Yes, sir. So, and and that one more offensive weapon could just be uh, shut down uh, the offense. Sorry, yeah. I said defense. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, that that offensive weapon could be a, a, a pass catching uh, running back, uh, maybe a little bit more athletic tight end, or just a true number two outside Stephon Diggs because Diggs was beautiful. Yeah, you would have thought jo- uh, Josh Allen and Diggs had been playing together their whole lives. How well they played, and they didn't even have an off season to work together. And you're just looking at it, and you're just like, my God, have they been playing together forever? It seemed <laughs> like it. It was beautiful work, but, I mean, you got to have one more threat on that offensive side, and that offense will be dangerous for years to come. Definitely, man. Speaking of dangerous offenses, let's talk about them Kansas City Chiefs. With the 31st overall pick, can somebody just get them a clean bill of health for their offensive line? That's what really hurt this team in the Super Bowl. They can also use more talent on their defensive line so they don't have to rely so heavily on the blitz. But there are not many weaknesses on this potential juggernaut. Cooper, your thoughts on the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, that's the only thing I'm still thinking is I've never seen anybody get to Mahomes the way they did, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what did they do? They pay the offensive line off? Here, move out the way. We'll give you money. Yeah, basically, that's what it seemed like. It's like, dude, um... Jailbreak blitz. Oh, look out! 
Right? The lookout block. Look out! Right? I was just like, what the heck? Is it reminded me of freaking uh, that movie, uh, The Longest Yard. Oh, yeah, when the offensive line <laughs> was messing with Paul Crew because they, they're like, oh, man, you're back to throw this game even more yeah, for us. It's like, what the? Yeah, it was, so, it was nuts. Yeah, they got to do something with that offensive line. Other than that, uh, the run game is stout. Mahomes is lights out. I don't care what anybody says about him. Um, he's going to win more championships than Tom Brady any day. Oh, uh, call I, that I th- up. I think so. He's younger. He's he's prettier. <laughs> he's prettier. And he's got the head and shoulders commercial, bro. You just like the he's head and shoulders all... commercial because of Paul, Troy Paul Malu. <laughs> he's got that shit on lockdown. He's good to go. He's got head and shoulders. He's got state farms. So he's with Aaron Rodgers. He's got he's got he's got a good circle around him right now. Though so that freaking them at the restaurant, him just pouring st- ketchup on the steak. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're just showing how young you are with that crap. Yeah, right. This is a big old freaking state, and I'm just. <laughs> oh, do you guys want some of this? <laughs> no, no one wanted ketchup on their steak. You little weirdo. <laughs> Man, but he's he's talented. We're, but yeah, and I'm just but like, yeah you're the offensive line, that's that's where they need to focus. Mm-hmm. And uh, they need to figure out what the hell happened with that Super Bowl because uh, there's no way. Well, you know, if you don't have referees also helping the other team. Then there's that. Anyways, speaking of the other team. Well, oh, that team. Yeah, that, yeah, team. that team. With the second over, 32nd overall pick, the Tampa Bay <coughs> Buccaneers. Um, Buccaneers, sorry. Hmm. A little cold there. <laughs> the biggest problem they may actually have is the salary cap. If the players are willing to come back on the cheap or free agents chasing a ring are willing to come in on the cheap, then there's not much this team will need. Chris Godwin may be lost to free agency and same for Shaq Barrett. So they will need to figure out how to resolve those potential losses. I wouldn't be surprised to see Tom Brady, or sorry, Tampa Bay. I read the wrong line. Because it's TBTB. That's what threw me off. I'm like, TBTB. TB and TB. So to see Tampa Bay grab a quarterback if Mac Jones or Kyle Trask is available and have him sit behind Tom Brady so so they can learn. Cooper, your thought on the cheating ears. I mean, Buccaneers. Damn, I don't know what's going on with me. Yeah, it's uh, the Patriots 2.0. Right. Uh... Yeah, dude. Uh, if they can get a quarterback to sit behind Brady, I think that would be a great, um, a great pickup for them because who knows how long he'll be in the league. Um, I know there's talk that he may stay in the league for another five years, but I doubt it. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, I think if they can get a quarterback to sit behind him, and learn from him, you know, who knows. Yeah, when you're the defending Super Bowl champion, when you don't really technically have too many needs, I will say this for Tampa, there's not a whole lot of needs. You have the luxury, if a quarterback you happen to like falls down that far enough, go ahead and take him. Right. Tom, whether Tom Brady plays five years or not, you and, can't and rely on that. if a quarterback does not fall off on that end, bring in somebody from the defense. Because obviously your offense is pretty stout. You're good to go there. Bring somebody in from the defensive side to help out. Yeah, I mean, the, otherwise, I, I, the only thing I can see is maybe trying to replace Chris Godwin. If you lose him. If you lose him. If, if you, you lose him. him, yeah. But if you don't lose him, then, well, yeah. 
what do you ain't got to worry about, right? Right. So, all right, man. I think that does it for us. Yeah, definitely, dude. Uh, this that was long. fun. <laughs> that was long. It's been fun. I guess we went on tangents tonight. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that long. I mean, we're getting up on the 35-minute mark, so not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. No, but it was a good episode. So we kind of ran down the rest of the uh, uh, off-season coverage stuff for you guys because actually next week we're going to actually bring you the Sports Talk Mock Draft. Oh, yes, this is going to be fun, dude. That's I right. can't wait. So we're going to do two of them this year. Uh, we're going to do one pre Free agency, that's why we wanted to get this um, done so we can do one because free agency starts on the 17th of March. And so that gives us a little time to get it done and pushed out before, you know, rumors really start getting rampant on uh, where people might end up at. And then, of course, we're going to do one uh, post-free agency probably either a week or two before the actual draft itself to, um, to post that one. Basically because by then... Everybody should just know about where they're at. So oh, yeah, definitely. There shouldn't be too many surprises at that point. So, And, of course, this week, Worldwide Sports Talk begins. Yes, Worldwide Sports Talk. This that's is right. going to be crazy, dude. Yeah, that's right. And it's actually already been kind of an interesting uh, news craziness happening this so far uh, in the recent weeks. So we got a lot to talk about, actually. We got some tennis to talk about on the men's and women's side. Uh, we also got some unfortunate news that happened today in the golf world that we'll also be discussing yes, on yes. on Thursday as well. And so, maybe, and by the way, it is Thursday. Maybe by then we'll have some more updates on this situation right now too. Yeah. So, uh, prayers out to Tiger Woods. Definitely. Um, that he makes full recovery. So we'll just give you that clue if you already didn't know, but that's what happened. Uh, so early Tuesday, early this morning, actually, it was really weird, but it didn't really break until later on in the afternoon about the accident. So, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So, but we'll discuss that. So many prayers go out to Tiger mm-hmm. and his family, and yep, and uh, uh, of course prayers uh, for full recovery. Yep. And uh, hockey had some interesting news happen this weekend. If we get around to it, we will discuss some soccer. Oh yes. Soccer. So, because well, uh, unfortunately, we got to tr- still try to keep it within 30 minutes because, well, everybody has a short attention span. Hello, we're on TikTok. Our attention span got really short. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're up to a minute. <laughs> that's about it. 15 to a minute. We're, that's basically our time frame. All right. That and following strangers everywhere. It's... Yes. <laughs> Talking to strangers. <laughs> and our parents told us not to. And yeah, here we do. All, <laughs> right? all the time. All right. I think that does it for us. <coughs> oh, yes, and of course, don't forget it. We're going to tune in to Saturday for Wrestling Talk as we had to talk about the fallout from the Elimination Chamber. Oh, yes, some some crazy situations happened there. And so. probably the worst ending ever. ever. But we'll discuss that Saturday. So, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.